With feel-good music by day, relaxing music by night, this is Inspire Radio. Be happy, be inspired. Hi, it's Abby from Stories with Clothes and welcome to my 20-minute style slot on Inspire Radio. So you may have heard my conversation with lovely Jo last month all about shopping pre-loved and second-hand successfully. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Today I wanted to talk to you about colour and the power of colour. It's especially important at the moment as we are changing seasons and we're moving into sort of unknown territory with all the changes that we've you know we've experienced this year with lockdown and I felt it would be really useful and really important to share my passion and my knowledge for colour. So like I say I'll tell you a little bit more about myself if you haven't listened in before. My name's Abby, my business is Stories with Clothes, I'm a full-time personal stylist and I specialise in body shape confidence and also sharing my love of colour with my clients and with the wider population. I have advanced colour training. I trained with the London College of Style and I took an advanced uh, course with Jules Standish, who is widely known as the queen of colour within the industry. So I'm very lucky to have studied with her. And I wanted to talk to you about what colour means to us, the history of colour, Um, and how you can embrace colour and bring it into your wardrobe to elevate your look and help affect your mood and those of other people around you. And yes, it really is that powerful. So I just want to start with asking you to think if you have seen someone wearing red or you've driven past a field of poppies or you've seen bright red tulips somewhere and ask yourself how that made you feel. What was the impact of that colour on you? Did it make you smile? Did it make you notice it? It's a really interesting point because red is one of the most difficult colours for our eyes to process um, and it's that's why it's such a powerful colour because it really draws you in. Red is an uber powerful colour that signifies power and energy and drive. So it's a great colour to wear if you're perhaps feeling a little bit low or you really kind of you you want to see an idea through to the end, then red is a really good colour for you. So yeah, think on how that's made you feel when you've seen that colour. Um, and then really draw on that for kind of lifting you and you know giving you that kind of pop and buzz of energy. So that's a really good way to start with a uber powerful red, which incidentally is my my favourite colour. So I wanted to share with you the way that our brains process colour. It's so interesting because a lot of people say, oh, colour schmuller to me. And then once they understand that it's actually science based, they get a little bit more interested in it. So my husband was very sceptical on the whole idea. And then once I shared with him that actually colour analysis has a really big background in science and is science based. It's all based on our skin tone, which is inherited. You can't really outrun it. He really started to embrace it and could see the power of it on his skin tone himself. So I think, you know, my husband being pretty much the biggest sceptic, if he can embrace it, then certainly other other people can. So the way that we process colour is similar to the way that we process light. So our bodies need light. You know, we need the sunlight to kind of function and feel good about ourselves. So if you think of countries that have a lack of light there is a really strong correlation with depression. So therefore, the way that we process light and colour is the same. So 
colour then can therefore have a really, really big impact on us. It can affect our emotions. It can ignite memories. It's really powerful for building and developing relationships, both professional and personal. It has the ability to give us and help us feel powerful. It can also help us heal if we are feeling low or we're feeling a bit of lack of motivation. Colour can have a really big impact in that area as well. And it can also hide us if we want to. So often very famous people and celebrities use colour to hide if they want to blend in and they don't want to be noticed. You know, perhaps they're just going out doing their shopping and, you know, doing their their daily errands and they don't want to be photographed and they don't want to be noticed. They use colour to hide. So it can, it's like yin and yang. You can use colour to get noticed um, and really stand out in the crowd, like wearing your bright, punchy reds. Or equally, you can hide and wear a colour that's not really within your palette because it will drain you and hide you. So you can use it at opposite ends of the spectrum and then everything in between to really get you where you want to go and help you feel, um, you know, more impactful, give you that drive you may need or help you with communication, perhaps if you're part of a team within a business. And I think this year, colour has become really powerful because... We've all been on Zoom a lot more and it's only the top half of us that perhaps our colleagues or clients, our family may see. And therefore, I think it's become even more powerful. Um, And the whole idea of, you know, affecting people um, and the way that they feel about us when we're interacting with us can be done really quickly and really powerfully with colour. So if you're wearing orange, for example, that's a really sociable colour. Um, I often wear orange if I'm you know, running a workshop or something like that with my clients. I want them to feel really comfortable and really happy. It's instantly, it's just a happy, bright, sociable colour. So you, know, you can really wear it to suit your situation, your surroundings, and also what you want your message to be. So I thought I would share with you a little bit of the science of colour as well. Now I've kind of explained to you how powerful and how important it can be. So the science of colour has been around for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. Um, Now, the Pythagoreans understood healing power and the positive energy of light. Now, that was way back in 500 BC. So they really acknowledged that colour and light could impact our ability to heal. So there you go. It's been around for a really, really long time. Um, Now, in the early 1900s, light therapy was actually used as a cure for tuberculosis, So because of the way that we process colour is the same way as lights, therefore colour can be really, really impactful. So, um, and also the symbol of hope that we adopted when we really wanted to thank our NHS was the beautiful rainbow. So all the colours of the rainbow, for us it signified our thanks to our amazing NHS. But it also offered us hope for the positive outcome, you know, that there's hope there was hope for the future in what was sometimes really, really dark times for us. So there you go. In in our heads, you know, we realise and accept the power of, of colour. Um, and who doesn't smile when you see a rainbow? You feel, you know, I don't know about you, but when I see a rainbow, I think that I'm going to have a great day. I think, wow, look at that. What an amazing feat of nature. So all those incredible colours. Um, I saw a rainbow fairly recently. I was at my mum's. We were at the beach. Um, and it rained, obviously. 
um, only for about 20 minutes. But do you know what? At the end, this incredible rainbow appeared over the sea and my daughter at the time had swum out and was dancing around on the sandbank. And this rainbow literally framed her dancing on this sandbank. And, um, oh, my God, it was it was really emotional. Me and my mum just sat there with, with tears in our eyes at, at the beauty of it. And I think, you know, that that is what colour can do for you. It can really lift you and energise you. So that's why I wanted to share with you today my passion for colour. So when I do a face-to-face colour analysis, which obviously I haven't been doing very many of, um, it's only re- recently that I've been able to do them with obviously observing social distancing but a face-to-face colour analysis is done based on the seasons so we have the beautiful spring with the bright colour zesty colours of daffodils spring grass kind of popping through and all the life of spring bursting forth then we move on to summer now summer's one of those seasons that people can get a bit confused about and I'll explain why because people often think that summer is going to be all about the bright colours Actually, summer is very muted colours. Um, and if you imagine you're standing in a field, like maybe it's a cornfield, and the sunlight has bleached everything out, and it's almost got that hazy effect, that's summer for you. So it's when everything has been a bit kind of dried out and almost washed out with the sun, then those are those muted colours. So it's all your very pale, beautiful pastels that we've seen quite a lot of actually this year. That is your summer season. Then we move on to our autumn season, which we're just beginning to enjoy now. And that is, as it may suggest, it's the change in the season when we have the harvest and, you know, the earth is that rich, burnt, gorgeous golden colour. The leaves change from green to amber, golds, russets, all those beautiful earth tones. And then we move on to winter. Now, winter's our dramatic season. You know, it's the, it's the blacks the whites and the berry reds. It's also emerald colours, real jewel tones that you might see in nature. If you think of your holly bush with the green leaves and those bright red berries, that's our that's our winter. So those are the seasons and that's the way that, that we do um, a colour analysis. And we use what we call drapes to literally drape around clients to work out which season works best for their skin tone. Now, um, with our skin tones, we have warm skin tones and we have cool skin tones. And the way that they wear colours is really quite different and can have a real impact on the way that our skin looks. So with colour, colour should elevate um, and even out your skin tone. So when you wear the right colours, you'll basically need to wear less makeup um, if if you're a woman or maybe if you're a man, you may wear makeup too. But either way, you'll be able to wear less makeup. Wearing the right colours will even out grey lines, wrinkles. It will kind of really boost the look of your natural hair colour or whether you've got dyed hair. It will really kind of boost that. When you wear colours that are not within your seasonal palette, it will actually can often make you look quite washed out, more tired. If you wear black and it's not within your palette, black looks for black. So if you've got roots, perhaps not been to the hairdresser, um, or you're feeling particularly tired, it will really emphasise that and make you look even even more tired. It can have a really, really massive um, impact. When I'm doing um, an online or a face-to-face colour analysis, I always show people what happens to my skin tone when I wear black. And obviously I can't do that on the on the radio. So I'll just try and explain it to you. 
But when um, I put black against my skin tone, immediately it draws my face down. Um, you can notice the lines, um, laughter lines around my mouth, which suddenly draw down and make me look um, actually quite, um, quite grumpy. Let's be honest. It's, it doesn't work for me. And I, I love black like many people do, but I know not to wear black up close to my face. The trick is if it's not, if it's a colour that's not within your palette, is to wear it um, as we call a secondary. So like a jacket or away from your natural skin tone. So what you want is your, the chest of your skin to be bouncing up onto your chin. So if you're wearing a V-neck, for example, your natural skin tone hits your chin and therefore works really hard for you. So if you want to wear a colour that's not within your palette, wear it as a V-neck or wear it as a jacket. So just don't wear it up close to your chin because that's what will bounce up onto your into your skin tone. So um, colour, as we've discussed, impacts not only your mood. So you notice if you, you know, you, when you see the daffodils coming in the spring, it really kind of uplifts us, doesn't it? It makes us feel like, wow, yes, spring is coming and it's, an, it's the end of the winter and the sun is coming. And, um, it, you know, that's how it makes us feel. Well, when we wear colours that really suit us and work for our skin tone, then it has that same impact on other people around us. So it can make other people interact with us in different ways. So like we talked about celebrities perhaps hiding with colour or stepping up with right, the right colours, that's the impact it can have in terms of drawing people into you. Um, so hopefully that you, you've really kind of gathered some insight and inspiration into how powerful colour can be. Um, and you can also use it in layers to create different looks. So if you want to wear red, perhaps red is your favourite colour, but you feel like maybe it's a bit much for whatever you're doing, then you can temper it by perhaps popping a cream blazer over the top or perhaps um, a, a blue scarf or something to temper and cool that red down. So blue is a very calm colour. Um, it's the world's most popular colour and Pantone selected classic blue as their colour of the year for 2020 before they even knew about lockdown. And now that seems to me to have an enormous hindsight and a masterful stroke for, by them because blue is a very calming colour um, and it is the colour of communication. So maybe they knew something, but I think if, if there was ever going to be a year to choose blue, then 2020 was absolutely the, the year to do it. Um, and it is, you know, it's a very professional colour blue. So it's very good for wearing for things like interviews. So perhaps if you're um, being interviewed on Zoom, you could consider wearing um, wearing blues. Um, we've already talked about red and the direction and power and energy of red. Yellow, for example, um, is self-belief and joy. Remember, if you see those daffodils, how that makes you feel. It's a very optimistic colour. So again, you know, really lovely colour to wear if you want to sort of lift someone else up or yourself. Um, now, we've talked about green as well, you know, those green shoots of spring popping through. It's hope, harmony, balance. Um, and it's no surprise that the Queen actually wore green when she did her address to the nation earlier this year. And, you know, that was significant and done for a reason. You know, the Queen knows her colours really well. Um, and, she, you know, she's the master at wearing those lovely, bright, colour-blocking colours. Um, and she chose to wear green. And I think that's really powerful in representing to the nation you know that 
let, let's have some balance here. Let's bring some hope to the nation um, and harmony. Let's not panic. You know, let's think about the future. So, you know, really, really important there. Our lovely queen. Um, now, black is has become such um, synonymous with corporate colours. It's readily available. Um, it denotes power, sophistication. It's quite a formal colour. Often I work with clients who do a lot of public speaking um, and feel like perhaps they're not getting the results they want. And um, When I ask them what colour they're wearing, invariably they're wearing black. Now, black can be a very hard colour. It's a, a kind of closed off colour. It's sort of um, almost like creating a wall between you and the audience. So I really encourage clients to step away from wearing black if they're public speaking, especially if it's not within their colour palette. And I may suggest they wear green, for example, um, if that's relevant to their audience. Um, orange, as we discussed earlier, um, denotes sociability. It's an energising colour and it's a confident colour. So maybe they could incorporate some orange in there. White and cream is calm, it's a peaceful colour um, and you know, it's purity. So maybe the uh, black could be offset with a bit of cream or white so it's not such a hard, hard colour. And then we've got our beautiful pink, which as you may imagine, represents romance, compassion and sensitivity. So, you know, a really lovely colour to wear perhaps if you work with children, for example. So... Um, hopefully that's given you some real insight into colour and, and the power of colour. Obviously, there's so much more to talk about, but I've got a limited time here and I wanted to really try and share with you my, my passion for it, which hopefully has come across um, in this little segment here. If you want to know more, then by all means, hop over to my website, which is www.storieswithclothes.com. You can follow me over on Instagram, again, Stories With Clothes, and Facebook, Stories With Clothes. I share lots of tips and guides. I do videos um, sharing some of my kind of top tips and uh, stylist guides on a variety of subjects. Um, I do... Um, workshops for body shape confidence which is my other big passion so if you're interested in those then drop me a line connect um, and then I really look forward to sharing some more stylist tips and tricks next month um, I'm probably going to talk about body confidence because that is my other passion um, but I just wanted to share colour with you today moving into the autumn um, hopefully that may have inspired you to go through your wardrobe and find some colours let me know how you get on with it um, and I will speak to you very soon next month. Bye for now. It's Abby, Stories of Clothes. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. This is Inspire Radio, your truly feel-good radio station. Based in the UK, we have listeners now in 32 countries. We're all about helping people make a positive change. If you would like to talk to us about what you do, with the team here at Inspire Radio, we would love to hear from you. Simply email steve at inspireradio.co.uk. That's email steve at inspireradio.co.uk. Be happy. Be inspired. How do we control coronavirus now? Here's Michael, a delivery driver. All day, every day, I'm seeing people. Last thing I want to do is give anyone coronavirus. So the first sign of a cough, soon as my temperature rises, any loss of taste or smell, I'm staying in, booking a test, only going out to get it done. I mean, you want to know straight away, right? That's how we protect each other.
To get a test, go to nhs.uk slash coronavirus or call 119. Stay alert. Control the virus. Save lives. Everything begins with an idea. But how do you turn the idea into a brand? Brand to Markets, pick and mix brand and marketing solutions provide the services you need to help your business thrive at a cost that won't break the bank. For more information, visit brandtomarket.uk or call 07507 786 590. That's brandtomarket.uk or call 07507 786 590. Turn your idea into a brand with Brand to Market. With feel good music by day, relaxing music by night. This is Inspire Radio. Be happy, be inspired. <laughs> 